Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. You are now listening to the Overflow Podcast at thisisoutcry.com. Hello, everybody. I still don't understand why you do that like that. I don't know either. This is Joaquin. <laughs> I'm still Jay. And we have our very special guest. Yo, what up? This is Rasan. My friends know me as Juice. And this is, like the intro said, the Overflow Podcast at thisisourcry.com. We are excited to be here today because there's just a lot of just cool stuff that just has happened this week. We got Juice here with us today. Yep. Fi- finally, right? Because like, if been, you if you listen, then you've heard of him. Of him. And we invite him all the time, and he yeah. always rejects us. Uh, that's not true. <laughs> None of that is true. He always says, that we, we've I always, got better things to do. That we, we, we've always spoken about the third the third part or the third partner yes. in, in um, This Is Outcry. And even on like our social media stuff, like we're two of a three-man team. Yeah, so that's it's, the third man, solid that's, partner. That's the third man. It's finally, it's good to finally have <laughs> I'm like Juice the blurred face on the television show. I did not sign the contract, <laughs> <laughs> but I was there. So you, I'm not signing it, but I'm, you know, you can, you can see what t-shirt I'm wearing. So uh, yeah, man. So we got Juice with us today as we uh, continue our conversation with uh, God. All right, so real God culture. culture. God so culture. real God big, and culture. real big, God culture. real God big. Culture. If if you um you follow us on social media, then you know that Joaquin and I were able to see an early screening of Wonder Woman last night, which we are not gonna geek out about. We're not not gonna geek out about <laughs> well, no today. <laughs> okay, there we go. I have my, I have my geek out. <laughs> But we're gonna have our full review on the movie next week. Next week, so which is good though, because it gives the people that didn't have that screening to at least see it. Yeah. So, well, actually, it comes out the day of the podcast. So, yeah, yeah. listen to our review first. Yeah, we'll, and then go watch the movie because you're gonna want to watch the movie. I mean, I'm not gonna promise no spoilers, but I'm just gonna say that spoiler free review. Spoiler free. All right. So, just the the short review is we loved it. Yeah. Go watch the movie. Uh, Next week. Cinco, next cinco week, next out week. of cinco adobo. Adobo. Uh, oh, that's, that's what we're going to do? It? Yeah. That's how adobo shakers. It. That's pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to do it like that. Cinco, cinco out of cinco adobos. Adobos. All right. Um, so. So anyway. So as sorry, so we got all that coming next week. Um, as always, we always want to say, listen, if you're in the Atlanta area and you're listening to us, Legacy Church. ATL.com. Uh, we are Legacy. Right? We yeah, are, we are Legacy we are, ATL. I, I never remember. We are LegacyATL.com. Go to the website. You come join us. Come join us at Jay's house, and uh, we'll we'll cause havoc. Um, <sighs> you suck. Uh, yeah, this is outcry.com. and uh, so with that, uh, we're gonna just go ahead and jump into today's song, and then uh, we're gonna continue our conversation uh, with Juice. Today's song is by Kim Walker Smith. Uh, you guys know her from Jesus, Jesus Culture. Culture, and so this is a uh, song off of her. Uh, this is her newest album. 
And uh, the song is called Fresh Outpouring. And uh, away we go. Your power on display 
and that is Kim Walker Smith. Fresh out, fresh out pouring. pouring. <laughs> Tear the fabric oh. away. <laughs> they got you. I, they did. I really thought. No, no, no. It's the reprise. It's a Jesus it's, culture song. You have to be prepared. I, you I was like for the spontaneous, the spontaneous worship. worship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, I was like, I was like, okay, sweet. We can like end it on the instrumental. Ah, oh, Kim Walker, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna get on Twitter. Like, don't call it a comeback. <laughs> I'm gonna get on Twitter. Be like Kim Walker. Um, so that was Kim Walker Smith. What's the name of the song again? Fresh outpouring. Fresh outpouring. outpouring. And it's off the. You know what the album is? Juice. I top? don't. Um, Her latest album. On my side is the name of the album. Uh, yes. Kim Walker Smith album. On my side. Yes. That was fresh outpouring. So. This is the last, so we've we've had four, this is our fourth um, episode on our series on God culture, God in culture, God in culture, God versus culture, basically anything dealing with culture and God. And that's what we, we've been talking about all week, uh, all month. We've had, um, we had our friend... Um, who was the first guy? DJ DeBaron. DeBaron, that's what it was, man. That's DJ Four Twelve. You know, my problem is I I went and worked <laughs> out today. You're taking me back to the, get so mad. Yeah. You're gonna take you're taking me back DJ, to the festivals. DJ DeBaron. We have no, DJ DeBaron. Like, my name is DJ Four Twelve or DeBaron. So DJ DJ <laughs> that's his name. DJ Four Twelve DeBaron. Uh, then we had uh, <laughs> then we had our boy Andre Mullen. Mm-hmm. Up out in New York with the in Access Group. In Access Group. Uh, then last week. If you were with us, we had our boy Jehan. Jehan. No, Uzuhan. No, no. Jehan, aka. Uh, no. No. Formerly known. No, so it'd be Uzuhan. Formerly known, formerly known as Jehan. Guys, <sighs> people, I get used to one name and then they change it to something else. Uh, and so this week, so we, so we had a rapper, a DJ, <clears throat> a business exec. And this week, we have an evangelist. Oh, is that out. is that is that an appropriate Shama. term, Juice? <laughs> it can be for today. It is. It, I mean, I have an evangelistic heart. I think um, my passion is is to see people encounter God and preach that via many different streams. So yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yes. So yes. All right. So, so he is an evangelist. Now that you said Excellent. that, yeah, um, yeah. Tell our listeners who you are. All right. So yo, my name is Rasan Shambly. Um, back in the days of holy hip hop, I had this really cool name called Jesus Juice, and it was really just all about like helping people um, encounter Jesus. I felt like Jesus Juice was my own little way of saying the anointing of God, and I wanted people to just encounter the the anointing of God. And I felt like I had the energy, I had the charisma, um, and I had prayed and fasted long enough that. Um, Maybe I could, I, could, I could be a conduit. I can be a vessel that uh, God could flow through um, and help people um, connect with him, help people encounter him. So, yeah, that, that was my heart. That's, the, that's still my heart. That was the mission. Um, did some really cool stuff. Um, did some JCTV public access work, thanks to the Holy Hip Hop people. Um, did some really amazing, got introduced um, to the Christian music music scene, music festival scene because of them. So that was really dope. And then woke up one day and realized that I really missed the Christian music festival scene. And I uh, said, Jay, I need you to do this with me. Um, and we had a good couple of year run, probably like two years where Jeez. we like kick butt um, in the music festival scene and um, made some changes. 
and 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 saw some things happen, and Me. it was pretty dope. Made big changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We impacted. Like it's amazing to 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 like one thing that I realized. Like yo, it's amazing that you step away for a season or two and then you see your influence, you see your signature, you see your imprint and fingerprint, and you'd be like, yo, they're doing things that, that, that we talked about, things that me and Jay suggested and said that, that we should do, and you take a look back and you see what they're doing and you see people who are now on the roster, and you know um, just by like kind of the spirit of God, you know by this, this you kind of get proud, you kind of get happy, like, yo, we got, yo. We got to go back and get, a, and get our consultant's fee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another, <laughs> another story. You know what I mean? Yo, to all of my entrepreneurs entrepreneurs out there, um, ministry is always business. Ministry is never business. Um, that ministry is never ministry. It's always business. So if you don't understand what that means, hit us up on Facebook. Hit us up on Facebook. <laughs> ministry is At business, Twitter. y'all. Don't sleep. <laughs> don't let them fool you. You know what I mean? But nah, it's just dope. So yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Preacher. And where are you from? I'm from Brooklyn, New York. Nueva York. Nueva. Oh, he's Nueva, from Brooklyn. Oh, well, whatever. Dude, you should know that. I'm from Nine York. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Ninth District. <laughs> <laughs> nice movie the, reference. The funny, the funny thing is that Juice is from Brooklyn. Yep. And I'm from Queens. So, and I'm from Georgia. According to I'm from Puerto Rico. According to cultural and social standards, we're not supposed to. We're not supposed to be even in the same room. Nah. We're not supposed to be getting along. We're nope. not supposed to be friends. Right. I had to pat them down and get so, get all their weapons off of them before. So this is this is together. This is another thing of what Jesus does. Even though, even though I think I think it was that was killed because all Juice did was hang out with, with a bunch of Puerto Ricans anyway. Yeah, and I was on a train to Queens. Wherever there was Puerto Ricans, I took the train from Brooklyn to go hang out with them. Like, yo, I've been on a train for like three hours to hang out. <laughs> to go hang out in the Bronx with my Puerto Rican dudes. You know what I mean? Like, why was I in, why was I in Bronx? <laughs> I took cuchifritos. Oh, take me back. Oh, man. Take me back. Can't but, eat those anymore. Yeah, um, you can, you can, we can open them and just eat the, open them, eat, the, eat the beef. Just, just, nah, just, just like smell a, it. Like, like you don't even have to eat it. You just, you just smell it. The acapurias and the pasteles. The, the what? The acapurias. Yeah. You know what he's saying. No, I, but he's not it's, like he said, agaboogias or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, we don't eat boogers. Fried boogers. We're reminiscing right now. <laughs> Yo, for all of y'all that don't know, New York is a dope city. That's basically all that we just said yeah. in the last couple it's of seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a dope city. It's a dope city. It's the dope city. Joaquin's gonna always fight. Ho- Joaquin's gonna always <laughs> fight against that, but he's the first guy that's always like, "Yo, when we going to New York?" <laughs> the cat not from New York that has a picture of the Brooklyn Bridge on his wall. Hold on, let me explain that one to me. But that's another story. It's got the Yankee hat and the Brooklyn hoodie. <laughs> I, I, g- I gave you that picture, but you because you had two. No, I only had the one. No, 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 no. no, no, you, no. Had two. you had one hanging up and one not hanging up. Did and I? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. yeah That's how much you love New York. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because yeah. yeah, you, you had one that, that, that was given to you, and then the other one was left in your house, in, in the Hampton uh, house. So you gave him the one that was left in the anyway, Hampton house. New York, the city I love to hate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the city I love to hate and hate to love. That's, that's, that's <laughs> So when we're going back to New York, <laughs> I think we're going back in August, right? We're going to try. We'll try to go um, in August. So, all right, Jay, so why don't you go ahead and kind of all set right, up so, the parameters of what we're doing tonight, um, and then let's get going. So, so to, to be fully transparent, right, I believe it was last year mm-hmm. when you were reading that book Which for, for school, uh-huh. and um, you sent me snapshots about, um, about God, God and the culture. Sure. 
right? And that's what that's what like got me into like seeking it more because again, I'm inspiring I'm inspiring people and they're stealing my ideas. This is so you know familiar. <laughs> no, nobody's stealing anything, <laughs> right? So the deal is that no one's stealing no one's stealing anything because like you I said, came, I came up with this idea and um, I, I didn't get, send you, the you book. didn't send me All nothing. Right. You need a book. So and um, like you too. sent me that stuff, so you can say, "Look, Jay, this is what we are. This is what we are. Yes. Now we have an identity. Now yes. we now we yes. know what it's called, right? Yes, yes. This it is was, what we do because like, it was like revelation. It was making right, right. so much sense, right? And um, and I and I read I read the snapshot. I'm like, yeah, yeah. That that's that's exactly what we do. So now we know what what, <laughs> what it's known as, and that was and that's why I have you here tonight to close us off, right? Dope. Because dope, it's dope, dope. it's yes. God. God in culture, right? God culture, right? How we should be on the everyday. And another reason why I asked Juice to come in and be a part of this, just because we're brothers and because we finally needed him to be on the show, but also because Juice has done things in radio. Juice has done things on TV. On television. He has done live events. He has done... Recorded dead, events. Dead events. Right? <laughs> um, <laughs> Resurrecting events. Resurrection <laughs> events, right? But... But the church thing, events. The, the fact of the matter is, what 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 I admire most about Juice, and this will be the only time I'll say this, Aww. what I admire most about Juice is that it doesn't matter where Juice is, right? Like this guy doesn't care. It doesn't matter where he is, right? <clears throat> he listens to the voice of God, yeah. and he'll talk to you about Christ in church, in McDonald's. It's like yeah. <laughs> walking down the street, right? Yeah. In a bathroom stall. He don't care. That he, yeah, yeah. yeah, he doesn't he doesn't care. He doesn't care. And 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 I admire that, right? Because Word. a lot of us are very reserved. Yes. Right? We're very reserved. We're very or, loud, but we're still reserved. Right? <laughs> you know, we we we, <laughs> we we think twice about sharing our faith with everyone at all times, but this guy doesn't. Right, right. Like he doesn't. He'll step up to somebody and just like just get on these. Con- I mean, I've been with him. That, that's the thing, yeah. right? It's not like other people that like just talk smack. Right, like, right. Like I've been with him. I've been with him. Yeah. I've seen God use. I always man. think of a, when we went to Flavor Fest and we're at the coffee shop and he's like, "Look yeah. at this kid." Hey, man, what you reading? <laughs> <laughs> and this little, this little white kid was like, "Oh, it was, oh my God!" Book. And he was reading the Bible. Was it the Bible? It was the Bible. Yeah. He was reading the Bible or a Let's, Christian book or something. Yeah. Quick pause. This was the most zaniest kind of artistic creative like third beat kid that you've ever met in your life yeah, like he, had some zany is the perfect description yeah yeah because yeah. <laughs> yeah. i, I want to describe him in a, with as much love as possible and then this young person i'm like i, I was trying to locate him I, like i was going in i was setting him up for what jay is talking about to preach or to minister to him in some way because i felt like he needed help and then he says i'm reading the bible and i was like oh it was the Bible. He just, <laughs> he just had it open. Yeah, and it's funny, though, right? Because yeah, you can use it because he had it open in a way where people wouldn't see what he was reading. Right. Because right? he was at work. It was, a, it was a very, like, new age, like, It was art- real hipster, artsy. Yeah. He, yeah. Was, he, he was, like, the underground church at that moment at the coffee shop. <laughs> yeah. He was, get, he was getting it in. And I was he just like... like a, he looked like a, Jesus, like a Jesus movement person from back in the 60s, <laughs> like, the, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, but... Even outside, like I've seen, I've seen God use juice, like heal people, right? Which oh, is heal which, people, yes. which is which is something that that like or something else. That, and I, I'll be honest, like I, I'm still not used to, right? Even though I've seen it like five or six times, right? 
I'm still not I'm like I'm still not used to it. I, like the I've la- never I've never seen it. The, the last the last time I was like, oh great, here we go again. He's gonna embarrass me. <laughs> <laughs> That's so bad. So right. So God doesn't embarrass you guys. No, no, no not you God. Do. You. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a vessel of God. Right. You. It's like great. That's how it happens. You juice are gonna embarrass me. And the, and the funny thing is, the which funny, one was this? This one was at the Jesus Culture Conference. Where the wife was fighting with the husband. Oh my gosh. Remember what she kept fighting? No, no, no. He didn't do anything. All he did was pray for you. Meanwhile, like the husband was in crutches. Right. Right. He was in crutches. And he believed, you know, your faith has made you, your faith has healed you. Right. right? He believed full on faith. Like he took his crutches and he threw them on the floor. <laughs> and he stood by himself for like the first time in years. Right. And then she was like fighting with him. She to, was mad. To like take the crutches back. Take the yeah. And then he's like, <laughs> right, right. like he threw it and he said, I don't need it. And he said, I don't need it. Watch me. I'm gonna walk by myself to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and he went. Did he, he come back? The, yeah, he came oh, okay. back. Like, he was like, I'm out. Like, he, like, he walked, he walked to the bathroom. And this lady like picked up the crutches and she's like, and then Juice was like, nah, 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 nah. I was like, dude, that okay, you're good with the healing, but you're not good with the with the personal right. stuff. Nah, 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 nah. Leave that alone. Nah, 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 nah. And then so I'm like, Juice, all right, all right. I guess now it's where I step in. I said, listen, lady. Your, your husband, your husband believed completely in faith that he's healed. Right. And you're seeing fruit of that because he's walking. You're now, at a Jesus culture. Right? Concert. Like, like now, now what you're doing, you're Job's wife right now. Okay? It's like you're Job's wife right now. And instead of trying to bring him back to the sickness, you need to celebrate what God has done. Right? So like Juice is there. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Give me those crutches. And I'm like, he like Juice grabbed the crutches and I'm like praying for this lady. And then the guy comes back and he's like, and you had it was it was awesome because he's like I peed by myself for the first time in years. <laughs> okay. Moving on. No, but it's it's it's, no, 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 it's, it's, great. it's 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 an awesome thing. And like I seen it time after time. Like the lady in the wheelchair, the dude with the with the brace in his arm, the collarbone the, that he broke his collarbone, that and then freaked me out. And I and and I heard it pop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like I heard it. Oh, really? Like, like his collarbone mm. clicked like two or three times. Yeah, I times. couldn't be around that. I'd be like, nope. Yo, yo <laughs> let me tell you. I'll meet you guys in the car. Let me tell you. It's so like, funny because he's doing it and then he had to step back because it's like, like this <laughs> collarbone just clicked, like click, click. And then I'm like, yo, did you feel that? He goes, yeah, I did. I was like, because in the natural, you feel a bone click back yeah. into place. You're like, that's kind of gross. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, it's an like, unnerving sound. Yeah, yes, yeah. It is. It's like, yo, that's, I, I, even right now, I'm like, ugh. But like, God is good because he did it. You know what I mean? And I think that's and that's it, amazing. And, and he did it in yeah. front of people. Then the kid is like moving his arm and twisting his arm around and right. rotating Was this at the, at the one of the festivals? Right? At yeah, the yeah, festival yeah. In, in Washington in, State. In Washington State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is that the kid wasn't a believer. Oh, okay. Like he came with believers. For free, because like free music, whatever, right, whatever. Right. Like they brought him, right, right, so, so, so he can meet Jesus. And yeah, you know, I don't bleep bleep. Yeah, I don't believe. Like, and then okay, well, Jesus, like, well, you know, you don't have to believe in God. God believes in you. Watch yeah. this, right? right. Think, think, he, yeah, and he probably bleep bleep thinking he could shock you. Right. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. nah, we're not phased by we're that. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not those guys. Well, I mean, I wasn't there because I wasn't invited. But we'll we'll leave that for we're, another. We're episode. not we're not those guys. But like so. That's why it was important for yes. for me to have juice in this last one because yes. if if there's because anybody that I know that 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 is Jesus all the time, right? Whether in an, it's in a Christian environment 
or a non-Christian environment, right? Bringing the culture of the kingdom, what we've been talking about for the last three weeks, it's juice. Yes. So I appreciate what, you. What, Very I, good. What, what I need, what we need from you now is for Uh-oh. you to tell our listeners, Uh-oh. <clears throat> you know, why is it so easy for you? Why do you, why, why do you do it and why does it come so easy? Because it doesn't come so easy for everyone. No, not for, not done for me. I think it's real simple, right? When I first got saved, I read the Bible. And that's like a miracle there. Like when you get saved, like you guys, you got to read the Bible. Especially, like think about reading the Bible with fresh lenses soon as you've gotten saved. And like you're not smart enough to question things. You're not smart enough to say, well, that doesn't work in my theology. Because you don't have a theology yet. So when I first read the Bible, it simply said in red letters, greater works than these he will do. And I was done. I was like, wait a minute. Greater works than these he will do. So going to like a New Testament church, going to like a, a faith church, a, a name and claim it church, going to a church that most people, once we mature a little bit, sometimes the theology doesn't always match or it doesn't always line up, but there's always nuggets in every place that God has you in those journeys and those experiences in those churches. There's something that they have that we need. And right. that was part of my foundation. Part of my foundation is I read that Jesus said, greater works than these he will do. So I turned around and I was like, okay, so what did Jesus do? Jesus laid, laid hands on the sick. I, I really believed that I was going to be used for healing. I wanted to see people healed. So I read every time that Jesus healed somebody. And it said he had compassion on them. He had compassion on them. Um, he saw something. And then I, I, I even speak what, what Jesus said in the Bible. By your faith, you're made whole. I ask people, yo, do you have the faith that God can use me? Because use me, because I'm not doing it, but you have to have the faith to, 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 to that God will use me to heal you. So I, those are some of the things that are from my foundation, from my early days, before I had a lens, before I had theology, before Bible college and, and ministry school and all of these things where, like, yo, we're supposed to just be the hands and feet of Jesus. Like, I literally take those things for serious. Like, it's not for fake. Like, I, I don't mean, it's not part-time. It's not half-time. It's not when I feel like it. You know what I mean? If you talk to my wife, it's it's even more when you don't feel like it that Jesus is it, it will come on you and, and use you to do some supernatural, miraculous things. So what makes it easy is that the Bible says, come to Jesus as a kid, like yo, I don't, I don't, I don't challenge, I don't question, I don't think, you know what I mean? What, like, what do you, what do you mean as a kid? Like, I simply believe it. If we're a kid, like when when you were a kid, everybody listening out there, when you all were kids, if your parents told you they was gonna take you to McDonald's in the morning or they was gonna take you to movies when you get out of school. You believed it. They, you know, Christmas, your birthday is tomorrow. Like there was a point when you didn't know when your birthday was. Someone had to teach you, hey, your birthday right. is this day. Christmas is coming. We're gonna get you gifts. Like you learned everything, our, our patterns of 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 of, and of culture, our parent, our patterns of like who we are, what we are, what we do, how we do, you learned it. You know what I mean? So in, in the Bible, there's patterns. You come to Jesus and you don't question it. You believe the word, you don't question it. You believe what he says, greater word. Than, greater works than these you will do you don't question it so like that's just kind of what I do it's just like yo I just simply believe it like I don't doubt it I don't try to challenge it I don't wrestle with it and I do right because I'm mature now because I did go to Bible college I, I do wrestle with it but there's that time when wrestling has to be put in a back pocket and I just got to do it 
Like, right. yo, I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to believe that God is going to use me. And that's it. And because I've practiced that, I'm confident that it'll happen. Yeah. So what about... What is that? What's what? Oh, okay. What about the the, the speak? Like I, I just keep hearing oh. things. The I keep horses. The the speaking portion, right? Because like, and, and 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 that's that like the speaking to anybody at any time. That's something that that we both that we both like we don't struggle with, mm-hmm. right? I can honestly say, and 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 it's not to boast or to brag, but I can honestly say that that comes from like us being New Yorkers, right? New, like New Yorkers are just a just a extrovert. Um, or like, I want to say that like, even people who aren't, you know, bold personalities, you know what I mean? Like, like my bold personality, Jay's bold personality, that's going to scare the heck out of somebody. Somebody's going to be like, yo, you guys are way too loud. Your Jesus is too much because of how bold and big our Mm -hmm. personalities are. But I do believe that it just comes from knowing who you are in Christ being confident that you have this great commission, being confident right. that the word says we're all a royal priesthood. You know what I mean? We're all from a priestly generation. Like, yo, we're supposed to go out and spread the gospel. So for myself, it's easy because I'm a big personality because I'm going to look at somebody and I'm going to be like, yo, those shoes is dope. Or uh, that shirt is really cool. And I'm going to find something to pick on and then I'm going to connect with them and then we're going to go for it. But I also believe that that person that has the subtle personality, that person that's kind of an introvert, that's not going to pick up on that, there's someone for you to reach. Yes. Because you know what I mean? Because like I said, my big, crazy, loud personality is going to freak somebody out. I'm going to be like, bro, you way too loud. Like, I'm trying to be low-key in Starbucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's not going to work for everybody. Like, I, I, I probably, if I thought about it, I could probably, like, think about a couple of people that are scared. All those times when, like, you know, like, like I was in Canada, what, two, three weeks ago, and there was this dude in a wheelchair, um... There's this dude in the wheelchair, and he's like, he seems pretty cool. Um, like, I went and ran, opened the door for him, doing like what everybody would do if you see a guy coming to a door in a wheelchair. But I really wanted to pray with him. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, hey, can I pray for you? He's like, no, nah, I'm good. You know what I mean? Like, okay, cool. One, I'm not going to take offense to that, but right. like, you just keep on going. Like, you keep on seeking the action. You keep on looking for those opportunities. I feel like, you know, whether if you're a strong, bold, kind of charismatic personality, or whether if you're a little bit more laid back and calm, there's a, an approach and, and a format that because of who we are in Christ, because of our identity, we can develop some couple of go-tos, like, yo, here's a key, or here's the method in which I interact with people. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and, and so as an extrovert, it's easy for you guys. I don't need to talk about it. But as an introvert, I kind of, or, or someone, like I said, that has that cool, laid-back, subtle personality, you have to figure out what works for you and how can you say hello to someone and that hello would be an engagement, that hello would be almost an invitation or almost you saying, hey, can I come into your world for a moment? You know I mean that hello right. is more of a hello with a question mark and and you're trying to figure out how to interact with this person on a line so now now that you said that hello can i come into your world for a moment yeah let's let's get in that right because the the uh, the ask the reason why we started or we wanted to do this before it was started out as another with another title mm-hmm. right and we wanted to talk about artists that you that that saw Christian and Christianity as a label that they that they ran away from, 
mm-hmm. right? They don't want to be seen as Christian artists or, you know, like that one artist that told us that, you know, they're going to start a band, but it's not going to be a Christian band, but they're going to talk about love, like things like that, right? And, and for me, you know where I stand in that. For me, that... that <laughs> and, and, and I think that guy in the band knew too. Uh, where oh, you still he, he knows now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Light <laughs> just went off. I just like, it just, like, oh, yeah, that guy. And I was like, oh, my gosh, Jay, you can't say that. Yes, I remember that day. I remember you very see, that's, well. That's part of that boldness. But um, mm-hmm. and, and wisdom now is, we're not going to tell you what happened or who it was. But the deal is that, right, there are people who believe that they have to like tell Jesus, you know, wait for me right here, right? Or tell tell their faith, right? Or their Christianity. Mm-hmm. Wait for me right here. I'm going to do this one thing. And when the coast is clear, I'm going to come back for you. I'm going to sneak you in. Sure. Right? Like, you know, like when we used to sneak people in the clubs. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> right? And, and we know that that more often than not, that fails. Or, I mean, not, not, not even that it fails or... You get to a certain place with 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 that ideology. So you get to a level of success, or you get to a level where it's like, "Yo, I'm here, and if I bring Jesus in, I'm gonna ruin it." You right. know yeah, what I mean? Right. So, so you never really, you never really do it. Um, but there is a way to do it, right? Because, I mean, Scripture shows that it can be done, right? Jesus, and and, and then Jesus tells us, and this has been like the ongoing verse. Throughout, throughout the entire series, you know, John, I always have to think of Angel's verse in my song to remember <laughs> how it goes. John 17, 14, where Jesus says, you know, that they're in this world, but not of it, as I am in this world, but not of it. Right. Right. So there is a way that we as believers can be in the culture, right, making an impact for the kingdom, making an impact for Christ, whether it be speaking to people the way you just ex- the way you just explained or just being that light as we're called to be that light without having to compromise who we are in Christ, without having to compromise the fact that we're children of God as as Uzuhan like clarified right, so, last week. So yeah. watch this. I want you guys to think with me and just close your eyes and, and, and read your Bible as I'm saying what I'm saying. So I'm going to say something, and as I'm saying it, I want you to picture it in the Bible. Jesus got invited to all of the coolest parties, flat out. All of the coolest dinners, Jesus was there. The coolest parties where making wine, everybody's wilding out like Jesus was there. The dinner parties where the spread was ridiculous, sitting with sinners, Jesus was there. But Jesus never compromised himself. He was always Jesus. And it was very right. clear that when Jesus was sitting around him, it was Jesus. But they didn't feel judged, condemned. They didn't feel odd about being them around Jesus. And Jesus, obviously, the reason why we're all part of this faith is Jesus was like, I'm doing me. And I'm Jesus. So I'm going to be the light. I'm, I, I am the light, right? So I think that we all have to look at it as... If, if Jesus was always invited to those parties as Christians, how do we remain ourselves and, and our identity and our, our, our Christianity, our religious dumb? How do we stand firm in that, but also don't judge people, don't preach to people, don't isolate yourself from being invited to the party? 
And that's what you have to figure out for yourself. That's going right. to look different for everybody, right? Like yeah. when I first got saved, I was a Bible college kid. Shout out to Beulah Heights Bible College. That's, that was pretty much my <laughs> first base. You know what I mean? Like I went from unsaved to like a very religious, traditional African-American Bible college in Atlanta, Georgia from Brooklyn, New York. So like I had never been around so many black people before in my life. So I had a reverse culture shock. You know what I mean? Like crazy different things. And I learned this religiosity, which... To some degree, in that season, I, I trust God. God is an amazing God, so I needed it for that for, for that season, right? I needed to learn it so that I can grow from it. But um, all of that is to say is, is that you have to learn how to be so firm in Christ, but also so firm, so loving, that people like, yo, I know I'm doing some stuff that's goofy. Like, I know that, like... You know, I might have some sins, some dirt on my life, but this dude, this sister, this chick is super cool, and I want them to be able to speak into my life when I'm in a place of trouble. You know what I mean? It's like it's like I have friends who are not saved or friends who like obviously do dirt, and they call me and they be like, "Yo, I'm dating this chick, and yo, this relationship really went bad. Um, you know, what do I do?" And my go-to is when they call me, they know what they're gonna get. Right. They know they're gonna right. get they, because they're calling you for that reason. Period. Whether yeah. whether whether they maybe <clears throat> conscious of consciously it? realize that <clears throat> you know their spirit is going. This guy's now. I need the religious this, counsel. Yeah. This guy's. <laughs> that's like uh, my uncle. Uh, my uncle. Uh, you know, not a believer. Um, he's the lawyer uncle. He's not a believer. <laughs> you know, likes to mock Christians. But and argue with him. But when there was, well, that's just the Gonzalez part of it. <laughs> but there was a season in his life where things weren't going right. Who was he calling? His pastor brother. You called the religious council, right? You know, he wasn't calling. You know, and and my, you know, because that's because that's what we. My, my brothers do the same. Yeah. Thing. So you know, so it's it, it's interesting. I like I like how you were like you were like phrasing that. It's, and I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of add something something you say you know sure you you are you are who you are in jesus and let the pieces fall around you is right. kind of the you know jesus didn't seek the the parties right he didn't necessarily seek you he know cer certain things right yeah the he invitation. wasn't trying to go out and like, was like i need to be, I right need he wasn't to be like popular you, right oh that hey that's the guy that's got all the cool stuff i'm gonna go hang I need, out I with need, him i need to be relevant right <laughs> <laughs> i just wanted to help you out thank you thank you yeah yeah so I think that's you know, Jay's biggest so think, beef. So, so like, that, so that be falls. Relevant. So that really falls too under under one of your big things too. What's that? Identity. Yeah. Because yeah. is is if you don't know who your identity is in Christ, right? Because that's one of the yes, you were really big on. You've been sure. really big on that this 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 season of yeah, your life, yeah, especially. Yeah. Shout how, out to Bethel. Then how can you? Yeah. <laughs> then, how can, then how can you? Then how can you reach the culture if you're not if you're not if you don't know who you are in Christ? Mm. Because mm. because mm. then that's how mm. you get lost in the culture. That's how you get transformed by the culture instead, instead of, of tra you transform transforming the culture. The culture. Yes. Like here's the thing, like right, if we're gonna like see now I'm gonna stand up and I'm really gonna get into it because <clears> we're talking now, about identity. Now, now he's gonna start preaching. Yeah yeah yeah, let's go. <laughs> All right, so check this out, right? If you know your identity, if you knew, if you know your voice, if you know your calling, if you know your anointing, 
also if you know your limits and your boundaries, right? Like there's some there's some people out there that going into the club world or interacting with like former drug dealers, former hookers, interacting with this group that's like super amazing, amazingly gorgeous young ladies, that might not be for you, right? right? If it's a young lady that used to be into fashion and clothes and all of this other good stuff and all of her, and like, you know, there's a people group and maybe she's in retail and everyone's cute. She work at BB, BCBG or BB and all of that and they're really materialistic and in this stuff and you're trying to come out of that, you know your identity. Like, hey, I'm not delivered from that right now. Like, right? right. Like, I didn't listen to hip hop for an extremely long time. A very, like, and I'm, I'm talking about secular hip hop. I didn't even know that Christian hip hop existed. I didn't listen to it for a long time when I got saved, maybe at least three to four years, right? And I think God didn't even, uh, God didn't even allow me to find Christian hip hop because it would have still been like one foot in, one foot out. Yeah, sort of right. like a gateway. For, for me, right? For right, me. Right, for you. But then when I got older, when I matured, when I realized I'm called to speak into that people group, I realized that I had a grace now. I could listen to the I could listen to the music. I wasn't worshiping the music. I wasn't looking at the videos to find style, image, to find things. I was really listening to it, looking at it, because the music will tell you where the culture where the is. Where the culture is. It'll right. help you identify, like, yo, okay, so I'm called to preach and minister to the Christian, to the hip hop community, right? Not Christian, just secular community. Well, if I listen to Kendrick Lamar, and please don't everybody do that unless you're okay with doing that. And we don't want it to corrupt you, right? But if you have a grace and you know you're called to that people group and you listen to it, he will help locate, he will help you locate where the culture is. And then now you can be a voice, right? If you are really strong and delivered, you used to be kind of like a chick that you used to date rappers, basketball players, and you can see the little cute girl that might be going down that path, and you know you really stepped away. You have a voice. You know that your identity and your deliverance is someone else's, is someone else's freedom. Right. That's so right. You, so you know where you are, and if you're still in that deliverance process, but you know one day you will be that guy or that girl, then wait the process out. Don't. I think the danger is is going back too early. Yes. And you're not, and and then that's when what we just talked about. That's when the culture absorbs you up instead right. of you transforming. And that's the what. Culture. Yeah. And that's what it tends to happen a lot in um, in church culture, right? You know, um, someone gets saved. All of a sudden, they throw them into the lion's den, as it were, of ministry, where they're putting them out in front of people to share their too test- soon to share their testimony or to preach or to whatever. And then, two or three years later, you're like, "Hey, where'd this cat go?" Or the church is dissing them because they fell and then just <laughs> yeah, and ostracize them. Right. And don't help you know, them recover. You know, one of the best examples. Mm, one of the did best that like it's yeah. Because sometimes it's almost the church's fault. It's like, yo. Didn't you know that kid? Well, I'm sitting there knowing that kid is not ready. How could you know that that kid? How could you not know that that kid is not ready? But right at the same point, like right, I'm always going to go back to scripture. The Bible says, "Seek out your own soul salvation." So you have to know, like, yo, I'm not ready. You know what I right. mean? But that falls into that, that falls, that falls into, into like discipleship, discipleship, which is one of the biggest things we <laughs> talked about. Um, there was a wrestler, Ted DiBiase. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is you one, remember him, right? You remember him, the Million Dollar yeah, Man. Yeah, million Dollar yeah. Man. So, so he was he's a, he's one of the best examples I've ever heard of how someone come to Christ. I even think Shawn Michaels really too was another big time wrestler. Um, so DiBiase, like he he disappeared for like almost four or five years. He was like he was there, and he was gone. Then. 
it, you know, you find out that he accepted Christ. Well, his church told him, you're going to sit down for a while and you're going to learn. Praise God. Right. You're going to learn. You're going to, you know, you're, you're just going to, you're just going to sit, mm-hmm. you know. Then after, I think it was like another, like after five years of things, what it was, all of a sudden he's back wrestling. He's, he, he comes back and he's the same heel, you know, the bad guy, the persona. But what's he doing outside of that? I mean, he's, he's telling people about Jesus. He's speaking to like FCAs and different groups because his church was, was wise enough to yeah. say, you need to sit down and grow in your faith before we start throwing you into the light, throwing you out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, if if he even needed to be thrown out there. A lot of times we think people, oh, well, you're famous. You got accepted Christ. You need to, you need yeah, to. Yeah, you're a voice. You're a God voice. can so you use you because you have this platform. Because <laughs> like, you have this talent or whatever. Yeah. I, 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 if we take the children of Israel and they're wandering in the wilderness for 40 years metaphorically and what, what happened literally, but also what took place what took place literally, what happened literally, but I think there's there's some metaphoric fruit in that for us today as Jesus Christians. They wandered in 40 years because they had Egypt theology, they had Egypt religion, they had Egypt junk, and then they wandered for 40 years until that whole generation died off, and then they went to the promised land. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And then they went to the promised land. Yeah. So it was like, yo, there's nothing wrong. Like, yo... I'm, I'm 40 years old, guys. I'll tell my age. I'm 40 years old, and I've known from the very beginning that I'm called to preach to the hip-hop community, to the hip-hop generation, hip-hop culture, but I haven't done it yet. And one would think, like, yo, why not? Like, yo, what are you doing? Yo, you're getting old. Like, nah, my voice is always going to be the voice that God given me, and if it, takes, it took me to my 40th year and, and age to get there, then I'm cool. People yeah. don't feel like you got to get out there and let your voice be heard before God has sent you. You know what right. I mean? Before God has said, yo, I release you. Before God is like, yo, you got the grace, you got the discipline, you've read the Bible, you, you, you've been to the classes, you've been to the workshop, the conferences, and, and I'm not, I'm, those things are really great, and then to some people, those things aren't, right? So it's all about your walk. But ultimately, you have to sit down in Christ long enough for him to really shape you and mold you and prepare you for what that for what he has, yeah, <clears throat> which is funny because you know, like if you really if you look at scripture, right, the people that were sent out to be voices, most of them sat sat and were older. Moses didn't Bro, go. Moses back didn't do anything. Till he was like eighty years old. He was like eighty years old. His brothers what probably in his seventies, right? Jesus was thirty three, right? I mean, the disciples weren't young cats, you know. Mm-hmm. May, you know, uh, maybe maybe one or two might have been in their twenties, right? But what we know, right? They're probably in like their 30s already. You know, sure. Paul. Paul was a, I mean, Pharisee. So you know, he had to be in his 40s at yeah, least. He was an elder. Um, you know, it's funny because we, so we always, we always want to rush because, because of Timothy, right? We always look at Timothy. Oh, you know, don't let them, you know, talk you down because of your youth. Oh, you gotta, you gotta be ready. But most, most of the guys in the Bible were already older cats, right? So which leads to what you're saying about, you know, even your example of yourself. You know, we have to have that maturity. We have to, we have to, because that's when, when you have that maturity, that's when you can step into culture and not get, you know, messed up. messed up. We knew a kid who rapped and he released a mixtape and it was dope. Then he released a second mixtape and he was cursing in it. 
And so me and Jay had talked about it. And I was like, we need to confront this dude about this. Yeah, we need to. So well, not, not so much confront as, as advise. Well, we. we <laughs> in a confrontational manner. In a manner. confrontational <laughs> manner. We need to be conf- confrontational. Like you went up to him like, like dating, like, yo, bro, that's not cool. Oh, yeah. Basically, <laughs> yeah, basically. Basically, yes. Yeah. That's what I did. We were talking. I was like, you know what? Salute to dating because that was real fresh yeah, anyway. Because I was like, yo, man, can I, can I tell you something? And he was like, yeah. Jay was standing next to me. I was like, yo, man, what's up with the. With the foul language in your, in your music, Jay's like, "Oh, we're doing that now, you know? <laughs> right now." Like, yo, yeah, it was no, right no, after no, no, service. It was too. right after service. It wasn't like, "Yo, hey, yo, let's hey, go hang out. Let's go hang out." Let's, yo, there's this pizza shop across the street. It was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, we just left service." Yo, son, come here. I was like, "Oh, snap. yeah." And and uh, the one thing he told us, mm-hmm. which I mean, it blew me and Jay away, because he said he said, um, "Well, you know, I I'm cursing because I want to be familiar." To the people that are listening to my music, you know, and it was like the culture was absorbing is absorbing you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you went in and even had a guy that uh, Dawkins, like Dawkins guy, even had spoken a word over him about his music being used to to reach people. Mm -hmm. But then he, in his next release, he's the culture's absorbed him. And see, that's 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 why I want to encourage people that are called. Um, in a really unique way that a call to impact culture, um, you be patient, right? One of the things that I started studying, Jay, you know this as well, like I was crazy over these books. I was crazy off of this author, preacher, um, was the whole Seven Mountains um, concept, right? The seven most influential fears of society and how Christians are supposed to dominate these mountains, right? Arts and entertainment, religion, um, politics. education, um, politics, gov- they call it government in government. the book, economy, um, family, like it's all of these. And, and, and the cat that like I feel like um, was the one that God used to help me walk into this, to this, to this understanding of Revelation, throwing his name out there, pick up some of his um, writings, is Johnny Inlow, right? But the, the ultimate concept, to bake it down to the simplest terms, is that as Christians, we're supposed to dominate the most influential spheres of society. And if we dominate and we reign from those spheres of society, we impact culture. And his whole, his whole ology is that from those kind of top of the mountain kind of um, anointings and callings and positions, nations will be saved at one time, as it promises in the Bible. Because if you're, um, I always go back to Tim Tim Tebow, and some may say he's not relevant, or some might not understand, what, (laughs) in, in my opinion, what happened to Tim Tebow. But Every time Tim Tebow opened up his mouth those several years when he was like a, 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 a senior in college and the year before that when he ran a Heisman and the little bit of time that they put a mic in his face when he was in the, in the NFL, you guarantee that you was gonna, Tim Tebow was going to preach, period. So he was ministering to nations every time he opened up his mouth from that platform of arts and entertainment. Right. And that's why he got in so much trouble. So young people, right? Whether and you you have a ministry, whether if you're in hip hop, whether if you're pursuing to be a doctor, whether if you're pursuing to be a cosmetologist, whatever it is you're doing. And I think that's what Jay was talking about when he so humbly humiliated me and letting me know how great I was even though I hide it and I'm like I, Jay knows that like I'm not a, I'm not a promoter. I'm really humble. I hide my greatness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what he just said. I'm the best I'm the best kept secret. 
secret in Atlanta. Like that's my when people find out, I'm like, Shh. I'm also mad humble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the best guy because it's, it's not about flying who I am and what I did. It's really just about like, yo, I'm just a cool dude, really want to preach Jesus, right? But back to my story, it's like, yo, if you're called to some amazing platform, no matter what it is, you are called to impact that arena. You are called to change, to be the standard, to be the leader. You are called to be the creator of that platform. But the only way to do that is really to submit that platform to God. Yes. Like, okay, okay, God, check this out. I work at Foot Lockers or I'm the barista at Starbucks. I want to be the best barista in the world. Help me develop this new drink. Help me develop this new concept, this new way to sell sneakers. Help me design sneakers because I'm around sneakers and sneaker ads all the time. And I'm just a, I'm just a, a footlocker cat that goes gets the boxes. Like all of that is so extremely important. All of that is so extremely like, yo, you are carrying a mantle. You get to interact with people on a daily basis hundreds of them, if not more, or maybe a little bit less, but you get to interact with people. How can I be Jesus? How can I, how can I impact culture with the kingdom of God by serving his coffee? Yo, just by having a really dope smile, just by saying, yo, what's up? Hello, how are you? And being <laughs> super happy about right. what you do to where people recognize, yo, you're different. Yo, you're always happy when I come in. Hey, you always say hello. When right. I see you, like all of those little different things really set Christians apart when we live in a dark world of sometimes very angry and upset people that are dealing with the public on a daily basis that don't have a calling and anointing to do so or don't have a kingdom mindset about what they're doing, even though they don't like doing it. And then say, you know what, even though I don't like this. I'm going to be the best Jesus. I'm going to be the best me, the best Christian that I can be in this environment. And people are going to notice it. Well, it's darkness, hurt people. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to notice, yeah. hey, you're different. Scripture right. does tell us that, you know, and, and all that we do, we do it for the glory of God. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, you know. Well, you know, it's funny. I, I was thinking, as you were saying that, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking in my head, you know, it's, you talk about platforms, right? You know, what, what is your platform? And we, we tend to think of platforms as being huge, right? The big stages, the big conference, the big concert, the big stage, the big TV show, the big movie, right? Those are the platforms. But as, as, I'm, as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking, so think where you are, that's your platform, mm -hmm. little platform. So, you know, Bible tells us, you know, a city on a hill, right? right. The light can be seen. Well, we tend to think big hills, big platforms. We're all a bunch of little hills, right? And we've gotta, we got to let our light shine right, right where we're sitting. Absolutely. And, and I think that, you know, that's just kind of what was, in my mind, I was seeing like a bunch of little hills, you know, because we get so caught up in the, the famous, the, you know, the, or what we think, is, you know, the- In the, front of thousands. Uh, you know, oh, the, well, the, like the, the pastor, bigger, like the greater. pastor of First Baptist Woodstock, who's in front of thousands, you know, every week or- you know, or whatever mega church pastor, just fill in the blank, um, or whatever artist. But yeah, we're we're little hills. We got to be light in our little hills. See, but the thing is that the thing is that we have. You know, you brought up Tim, Tim Tebow, and we have examples of people that do it every day yeah. and they do it right. Like, because you have Tim Tebow, I we always didn't, bring, we didn't think about him. No, no, not at all. <laughs> I always I always think of um, Chris Pratt, um, dude from Guardians of the Galaxy. 
mm-hmm. right? I always think of Chris Pratt, Star Lord, who who is a <laughs> like he's famous, yeah. right? He's got a huge platform in Hollywood, and um, I was reading an article where. Like when they interview him, like before the interview, they tell him to like, you know, hey, try to keep the Jesus stuff to a minimum, right? Because he he gives credit for his success to God, credit for his wife to God, credit for the fact that he lost weight to God, credit for the fact that he has something to eat in the morning to God. Like everything is about God and Jesus. I I, I um I followed him on Twitter after a couple years ago. He it was all over the news that he spent Easter um carrying a cross up a hill. That's crazy. Because like some friends of his yeah, they invited him it. to a farm and they built the cross, right? That they were gonna put on top of the hill, irregular top just so that like everybody people could see it. everybody yeah. could see it. And it was Easter Sunday, they didn't want to do it because it's Easter Sunday, and he was like, Why not? That's the best time to yeah, do it. Yeah, he was like, Why right. not? Wasn't it like on Easter? Like over two thousand years ago, like during this time that Jesus was doing it, let's do it, right? Yeah. So like he went through the car, through the cross on his back with all of them, and they walked it up a hill and they put it up. But it was all over regular news, like it wasn't like in just in the Christian Post or whatever. Like it was everywhere, right? So I started following him on Instagram, and everything. Everything you see all the time. Hey, God, this he'll throw Bible verses on there, and he'll like, and which is funny because he's still funny about it. Like, cause like, cause he's witty. He's, he's, cause a, he's, a, he's, he's a comedian. Goof, yeah, but yeah, like, goof, like his his Instagram account is all his movie stuff, all his life stuff, and a whole bunch of Bible verses and things like that. So it he shows like people like Tim Tebow, Chris Pratt. I also mentioned Tori Kelly. Like they show that it can be done. It can you, be you know done, what, you know, you but know it with um, you know, I'm, I'm, well, it can be done without sacrificing your faith, without compromising scripture, without compromising doctrine. Right? You don't. You can do it without telling Jesus to wait for you until you make it, so that then you can bring him along. Mm-hmm. Right. I was gonna say, you know, <clears throat> what bothers me, what bothers me a lot, what bothers me about the conversation a little bit is. I mean, not not the conversation, but the idea of making it, you know, because it's like it's like we 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 tend to, you know, we we kind of we tend to um, kind of idolize the idea of making it like that's the goal, you know, which, which is what the culture outside which is, of which the is kingdom the culture, tells you that you must right, do. The culture, you know, the outside culture tells you well. To be somebody, you gotta be somebody, right? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta be famous. I mean, why do you like the girl that catch me outside? Catch? How about you catch me outside? Whatever that thing it's was, cash, whatever. Catch. I don't know. I speak, it's, it's, I, I speak English. It's not proper English. I speak, I speak it the English. But you know, this this little girl became famous because she was rude disrespectful. and disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. And she goes from nobody knowing her to millions of people following her. She's gonna have her the own, Kardashians. She's gonna have her own reality show. Is she? Yes. Wow. Um, she's got bodyguards. I mean, so she's made it, right? Because because now she's 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 got that fame, you know. And it seems like a lot of times when, when we talk about Christians and the arts. Mm-hmm. Because that's kind of what we're talking about here, a little right with the with the music and stuff. Since we're sure. all sure, 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 we we look at it as when you make it. So you got to stick with God, and you you can't compromise anything for when you make it. 
Cause so when you make it, you still got to represent Jesus. And I just wonder, though, like if, if it's, you know, I mean, do we, do we need to shift our thinking and, and say, you know what, I'm going to make the best art that reflects my relationship with Christ, let's kind of put it that way, um, regardless, of how, what, regardless of whether my platform regardless if I make grows, it. grows and, I'm, and I quote unquote make it, you know, or not. I think that's what we was just talking about is that little hills is that yes. is that you know the 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 grocery clerk or you know what I mean the re, the person who works in retail right like you've like it's a good good caveat I like where you just went cuz you got to say you and no when you're in those places you have made it because the big pastor on television or the huge rapper or the entertainer they're not going to have an opportunity to interact with the the everyday person right and when i say opportunity to interact i mean to touch and and work with or encounter the everyday person is almost like it's up to if we should see a value in being the everyday person. We should see a value of where we are and what we can do and how we can impact culture Yes, right where we're at. Yes. Because, you know what I mean? Yeah, because when we talk about ministry, um, and this is something I've always noticed, you know, we always talk about ministry, whatever ministry it is, mm-hmm. but it's always talked in large, large terms. Sure. Right. Well, because I gotta have my brand right. I gotta have. I think that's and I'm not saying that's a no, that's no, no. right or wrong. That's just but it's, we're in America. It's, it's right. It's, we just kind of we, we live in a country of capitalism. Like, so it's like we need to reevaluate. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it's just a country. We're, we're Western civilization, Christianity. We're we're in America, so it's capitalism. It's all about right. presenting so, your. Image. So then is that so then is that not the culture maybe influencing how we view ministry? So we're letting the culture um, influences in a way. Tricky question. Very Intr- tricky. I mean, very, it's. I mean, very tricky question. It, right. I mean, it's. I, I don't know the answer. I was just, you know. I think. I think because if because if we're looking at how can I grow my platform to get to be with these people, mm-hmm. well, if if that's the pursuit of success, right? Not that there's wrong anything wrong with pursuing success and pursuing excellence and you know trying to reach people. Ha, I got one for you. But 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 where does that where do, where does it <laughs> go from? Think. Right. But where does it go from? You're you're doing it for God, and then it. Let's be honest; it can kind of flip to where. So watch this. Jesus had twelve disciples. Only three of them—Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John—so only four of them wrote a gospel, but he had twelve. You know what I mean? So are you saying that the other what eight aren't as significant, right? As Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You know what I mean? They're that they're extremely significant and important right. and part of the story. I'm sure a, a part of building the church and, and that we are now a part of. Yes. They're extremely important. Yeah, they were missionaries. They but were only, out there. Yeah. But only four of them wrote or right. penned a gospel. And then Paul wrote half of the New Testament. Which wasn't you know what I mean? <laughs> he wasn't a I lived, walked with Jesus. You know what I mean? Um, um, disciple. He was just a little different. He, he was the encounter disciple. You know what I mean? But those guys are are, are not less significant because they didn't Correct. pen a gospel. You know what I mean? So 100%. I think. So I think. Hopefully, that's a revelation for someone that's listening. Um, you are just as much. Um, you are just as significant as someone who's on that platform. Yes. And I think that's the part that yeah. we're trying to hammer yeah, in and right I now. I would even say, and I, I'll, I'll, I'll go on, on this limb by myself, 
Yep. I would even say you, <laughs> by myself. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll let you go there. I'll even I'll <laughs> even say this. I'll even say you know not to boost egos, but in a way, you're probably more important because, like what you said earlier, you're when you're on those when you're on basis. the big when you're on the big platform, it's great that a thousand people heard you and gathered something from your message. But what's what that message isn't walked out because they heard it from me. It ends up being walked out because you got people that are because feeding they're into, watching feeding you, into that. You know what it yeah. is? Is 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 follow me as we follow Christ, right? So I'm interacting with with people on a daily basis, and like I was given an example of just being amazing. You wherever you at, the smile, the hello, the love, the 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 sincerity, being the amazing yes. Christian that you are, at whatever level you're at, interacting with people, and then they they notice you. You get to you get to impact their lives. Yes, and then you say how or why, because but they're gonna ask you because you're gonna be different from darkness. And if yes. you're not different from darkness, then you need to be focused on how do I be different from darkness. So, but as a Christian, we're different from darkness. So people recognize that we are different, right? So when they recognize that we well, are, different, that we sh- we should be. Right, right, because that's 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 that's. Well, a, I'm I'm speaking faith that they that we are. You know what I mean? I'm speaking <laughs> that uh, Jay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm speaking in a position. <laughs> no, that, no, but I'm I, I say that, and I'm sorry that I interrupted, but sure. that that is the real deal, right? Yeah. Because that's that's the real struggle with a lot of these new believers, right? With a lot of these and millenn- old believers. Of these I mean, all of us. I'm so afraid. Like, you know that they they want. Yeah, they're so afraid of being seen as different because they're Christian that they just want to be seen like everybody else. And that's what I said in the beginning. You know, right. they, they're so right. focused right. and stressing on being seen like everybody else when we're called to be set apart. Right. We're called to be the distinction in it, not of it. Right? So that's that's like a that's like a real big deal right now. So the whole thing is... Or, yeah. or it's but always you, big. It's yeah, always yeah, been a big deal. Yeah, yeah, but I think it's even big... Gen Xers aren't off the hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, <laughs> it's a, but it's a bigger deal now because, you, again, I think that goes back to this always just a good woven conversation because you have to be the answers is all throughout our dialogue is that you have to be confident in your identity to stand apart to be the light irregardless so that darkness darkness can be attracted to you and then you can say hey like why are you so different oh i read this bible or you know i'm i'm a christian or if, if you take that, drill that down a little bit, because I, uh, yo, I, I be listening to this podcast with Judah Smith, or I listen, to, I just watched a sermon today about um, with this dude named Banning Liebscher. You know what I mean? Like, so like that's a way to point people yeah. up without freaking them out. Like, yo, right. Jesus, you know what right. I mean? Like, if if you if if you're worried about being cool, point them to the next level. You don't might not have to go all the way to God and Jesus, yeah. but you point them to your favorite pastor or yo. Like I mean, I think Justin Bieber did an amazing thing in his pursuit of of salvation and in his pursuit of coming back to Jesus. For you all who don't know, Justin Bieber like was like a little kid whose mom drug him to church. So you know, what I mean, he had a, a a Christian foundation. But the amazing thing that he did is that when you know, so maybe two three years ago, if not less, they said, "Yo, what do you listen to right now?" And he didn't. I listen. I listen to Bethel Worship. He just threw them one step. Here's this music, what people revere as this musical genius, and he threw them one step closer to Jesus. Right. Like, yo, go listen to these worship dudes. Now, like because, because of the church that I go to and be, being able to dialogue with some of the leaders at Bethel Music, their pod hits, their everything that was connected to that church it, it skyrocketed because Justin Bieber said, yo, go check out these dudes. 
You know what I mean? So right. because Justin Bieber go check out these dudes on that that mountain level that I'm talking about, right. he was able from a from a high position of a mountain of arts and entertainment, he was able to direct hundreds of thousands to a very you know and and some people's um, circles a very like concrete. Christian community, right. you know what I mean, with a church, with a worship band that's off the chain, that's revered across, you know what I mean, several different communities. He was able to do that. So likewise, as 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 just regular day, like cool, I'm hanging out doing my thing, folk. We can say, yo, just go listen to this song, or yo, just go listen, just go listen to this to this to this to this cat to this speaker. You know what I mean? Like in some in some respects, we made it easy because it's not like yo, go listen to this preacher. You know what I mean? Now it's like go listen to the speaker. Like yo, what does he right. speak about? Yo, just go listen. It's really dope. Like, trust me. You know what I mean? Right. And like, like that's the whole thing that I started out with. Like, yo, we can find our own creative ways that fit our personalities to really be a light, to be God in the culture. You know what I mean? Like to create something, to do something. Like my 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 favorite phrase that I that I like to think that I that, that I developed and that I that I coined is we're kids of the creator, created to create. You know what I mean? Like you can create something. You can you can create the way that you present the gospel. Long as you presenting the one hundred percent truth of Jesus Christ, death, burial, and resurrection, you can create that whatever fits for the people group that you're ministering to. Just long as you, at the end of the day, like point people back to the Bible, point people back to the truth. You know what I mean? Be creative yeah. with it. Have fun with it. But you have to like we. You have to. We have to be very comfortable. In and our, be very. Let me finish this. Yeah, we have. You have to be very comfortable and very secure and very proud to be a Christian. And yes. I think sometimes I'm afraid that might be the problem. Is that like, are you proud to be a Christian? Because if you're proud to be a dad, you're gonna show off the pictures of your baby. You're gonna show off the like, you know, right now it's graduation season. How many parents got their 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 high school, middle school, whatever, college graduates all over the place? Like, yo, if you're a Christian, be proud to be a Christian. Show that sucker off. Like, show the picture. Like, yo, I'm a Christian. You wanna see the picture? Right. Like, yo, look at my wallet. Hold on, I got these baby pictures. Or I got this. Like, yo, dude. I, right. Like, that's okay. You gotta be proud of it. Yeah, and you gotta yeah, because I know that you know one of the sometimes it's like, well, you know. Christians have a bad reputation. Well, then be the Christian that, that that brings the good reputation in your circle, right? Not even you don't have. Don't worry about what's going on, however many whatever miles away from you, in your circle, and that and that comes back to the identity issue, right? Because it's like, how can you be proud to be a Christian? Well, as you as you're developing your identity, and as you're learning what it is, you're you're showing off. You, or you should be right. I mean, that should yeah, kind of be it's, a, like it's a. Like, it's like it's like yo, Christians have a bad rap, and is that exactly what you're saying? That's like a really dope point. Christians had a bad rap. Well, you be the Christian that debunks that bad rap. You right. be the Christian that says, "Yo, Christians are bugged out, but you're different." Like, yo, but this is how we're really supposed to be. Like, I, I see it a great honor when I can be like, when people be like, yo, Christians are this, that, and the third, but you're different. And then I and yeah. then I can apologize for the Christians who are goofy. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yo, I'm, I'm really sorry that that happened to you. I'm really sorry that you had that experience. But right. the, again, like, for me, that's an awesome, I'm really sorry you had experience. I'm really sorry that happened. But let me introduce you to Jesus. Let me let me help you develop a personal relationship with him yourself because the things that you experience from like super like goofy religious folks you won't experience from having your own personal relationship with Jesus 
and then you then yourself will be able to forgive goofy Christians who kind of like right. beat you in the head a little bit. You know what I mean? Like like it's just you know what guys? I think and Jay is always super like intentional about talking about discipleship. And as an evangelist, I don't see through the lens of discipleship as much as I should. But as I'm having this conversation and hearing myself talk, I realize that discipleship is a key part of your identity. It's a key, yes. key part of being proud. Discipleship, studying the word, knowing who you are, knowing how to present God and culture in your own unique way is also very important. So I think at the end of the day, I'm just saying like, yo, submit and make yourself a disciple. Study that word, know that word, so that you can just be a really good Christian. Oh, here comes Jay. I said discipleship. Da, da, da. Nah, 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 nah. I'm um, doing my promote promo thing. And plus, I mean, we did invite you here so that you can do exactly what you're doing. But um, this is, while you're, while you're saying all that, this is my thing for you. Because like we've done ministry for like years together, mm -hmm. right? And I know, yeah, I'm big on discipleship. And you're big on letting people know that they can pursue their passion mm -hmm. while pursuing God, right? Mm -hmm. So, yes, you know, <laughs> yes, so yes, right. With everything that you said, that's that, that's exactly what I knew you were gonna say, which is like amazing. But um, what would you tell that kid? Because I know, because we go, and that's the thing, right? And this is the real reason why why I will always do ministry with Juice, right? Because. You know, like he um, humbly said that he's the best kept secret in Atlanta. Right. But <laughs> humbly said, humbly right? said. But what? Like you know, <laughs> hustle hard, be stay humble. Between between, <laughs> grateful shout out, Shame um, shameless plugs. But um, like between Juice and I, right? Between Juice and I, we have, as far as Christian music is concerned, we have contact personal contact information of, let's say, of like 60 to 70% of these artists that are out there, right? Mm -hmm. I'll say 100% of all Christian artists that are known, mm -hmm. right? Because there are a lot of Christian, like hip-hop, Christian hip-hop artists that are known, right? That are known, that are out there actually doing something because anybody who thinks that they can rap say think that they're a Christian artist, but a Christian hip-hop artist. But the deal is this. This is what I'm trying to say with all this, that... um. When we do these things and when we've done these things with these artists, whether it be TBN, festivals, whatever it is, right? Whenever we gotten invited to like hang out backstage or hang out afterwards or whatever, right? We're fast to say no because we don't make any impact when we're hanging out backstage. Just, just for the sake of hanging out and saying, "Hey, look at me! I was I'm backstage in the, I'm in the with, green room with, with, with Lecrae, right? We're either yeah. in the green room or we're, uh, I right? like going to the green room because right, they got food. Because they got food. <laughs> so then you go, you go get food. You walk around like you know, my favorite joint at the summer festivals. You walk around with a handful of grapes and you just walk around like a big goofball, dude. That's right, you did that. Popping grapes, hanging out with kids. Like, me. I was just, just, I, was, just I, was, I was just going off on a free coffee. But listen, listen, because you say the kids, right? But you. You'll find us in the crowd, mm -hmm. right? Doing ministry with these kids who, like, for them, they're like, 
Like, what are you doing with me? You were like, just like, on dude, stage. You were just on stage hanging out with Lecrae, and you would rather be like here with me, just like hearing about my problems right. and, and praying for me. And that's why, because of that, I will always do ministry with you. Always. Because, you know, you can see you can see where the heart is, what the pursuit of the heart is, right? So I want you to real quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> real quick. I'll try. <laughs> yeah. Humbly, right? I'll try. Real quick. Tell whatever kids that, that are listening that that have those dreams of doing something in the arts, because that's 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 your thing, mm-hmm. right? Doing something in the arts for God. But feeling that they, you know, that that they might have to, right? That the only way they can really like make it out there is is to like put God on the back burner for a bit while they make it and then come back. Or or feel that if they do a mixtape, right? They'll have like nine knucklehead songs and then, you know, shout out to Jesus. You know, if it weren't for God, I wouldn't be able to do none of this. The, the DMX effect. Yo. But that guy can pray though. But like, yo. <laughs> but but he would have like if DMX was somebody if DMX was somebody's deacon in the Baptist church, bruh, let me tell you. So check this out though. I want to tell all, all, all of the creatives out there, right? Like again, I said it a moment ago. You're a kid of the creator, created to create. Your your biggest inspiration and influence of your creativity comes from the creator who created you. I challenge you, dare you, push you. And whatever art that you're creating, you know what I mean? Whatever whatever you're pursuing, even if it's school, medical, this goes across the board, not only to creatives, you know what I mean? Because I feel like a, a medical doctor is a creative. Someone pursuing, you know, hotel retail management, you, you, you have to create plans, you have to create format, you have to create, you know, policies to do whatever you do in politics, education, whatever it is that you that you're pursuing, right? You have to create something. You have to create a way to do it that will set you apart, that will get you awards for what you do, right? That should all, like, I, 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 I kind of push on what Joaquin said a little bit because, like, yo, I feel like we all can make it and we all should make it. But that's going to look different for everybody and that's going to look different for what you do. So my challenge to you is this. Go to God. Take that talent. Take that dream. Take that passion to God and ask God how to do it. Submit that thing to God. Okay, God, I give you my rap. I give you um, that I'm a painter. I give you that I'm a fashion designer. I give you that I'm going to business school. Submit it to God like a baby and be like, God, I give it to you. Now, please teach me, show me how to do it, right? Because when God teaches you, show you how to do it, you know with confidence that you're doing it the best way that you can. You're doing it to make an impact. You're doing it to make a difference. If your platform becomes 5 million or your platform flatlines at 500, if your platform is only 50, at least you know without a shadow of a doubt, you have faith, confidence, you have security that I am doing this for God. And what happens, happens long as I know that I'm doing it for God. Young people, people any age, you have to be content with that, right? You have to be content in that the, 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 the best thing that you could do, the most fulfillment that you could do is know that you're doing 100% what God told you to do when he told you to do it. Nothing more, nothing less. Don't add your own sauce on it. It doesn't have to be wet. None of that stuff. Just God. And God is a genius, G. 
Like don't don't underestimate God's creative creative power. Like God sure. is amazing. You know what I mean? So he can give you some amazing stuff. You the producer out there, the engineer out there. Like God can give you some incredible stuff. Just trust him to do it. You know what I mean? Challenge him to do it. Like, all right, God, I'm gonna give this to you. You know what I mean? And and I'm and I'm arresting you. And 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 trust that God is gonna promote you and position you to do some incredible things. Amen. Word. <laughs> so uh <clears throat> So you know, wow, that's a uh, that was that's a lot of meat to digest, dude. Like if, it's a if, lot of meat to if, chew over. I, I advise you to, to listen to it more than once. Yeah, uh, <laughs> more than once, more than once, and put it into practice because this is ultimately this is what we uh, here at the Overflow Podcast. This is what we're about. We're about giving tools to kingdom people for the kingdom, right? For spreading the kingdom and um, and just like helping you become confident in what God has placed in you and what God has given you so that you can make Jesus known throughout the world where you are, right? So, um, Juice. Yep. Jerusalem. Samaria, thanks, dude. Judea. Nah, I yeah. appreciate you guys. Thanks for coming by um, and, and doing exactly what yeah. I wanted you to do. Yeah, like that was, uh, <laughs> that was a great like message, not message. Cool. That was that was it was I, like I, a lot of little it was, sermonettes. It was a great speak. I wasn't yeah, preaching. I was you weren't speaking. really preaching. Yeah, you were just giving us. It was like uh, it was like a bites. You know, like bite size. Like you could. <laughs> ch- 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 very like, good. Ju- and the and the guy that moderated it, was like it Jules. also boom. did a pretty good yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, too. really, really boom, good boom. job. Really good so, job. Yeah. Right. So um, props to Joaquin. Um, it was a perfect that, ending. It was a perfect ending. He's so stupid. <laughs> perfect ending to to our God Culture series. Right. So first one was God in Culture. Right, and we use DJ four twelve because he is a believer who DJs both within the kingdom of God and outside of the kingdom of God, right? Yes. But still representing Represent Jesus, Jesus, yes. even even to his name, right? Yes. So um, then we had Andre Mullen, who is what I what I call I, I gave him the the title of the Christian media mogul, but he's a Christian media. He has a Christian media company, the yes. Axis Group. Right, and they well listen to that version, and that was um, God of culture, right? Yeah, God of culture, right? So you learn the differences between God in the culture, God of the culture, and last week we had Uzuhan with God versus culture, and I love how he taught, and it ties into yeah. perfectly what you what you yeah, speak like the, about yeah, being the, or being yeah. sure in your identity in Christ as a, as a, yes. as a child of God. Right. Yes, because it was, and it's funny because we we could almost flip, we could almost flip, we could almost have juice like listen to juice first, uh-huh. then listen to Uzuhan because what That's juice true. what juice says is what this kid's walking That's and how dope. this kid is yeah. trying to operate and how he's operating, uh, you know, in in uh, in his realm and That's it's good. That's it's very, 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 very cool. Yeah. So yeah. So we do it like that. So thanks yeah. for super uh, excited. Hey, thanks for joining us, Juice. Thanks for being here with yes, us. Yes, thank you, know, you for having all, me. And as always, you're always welcome to join us. Um, you can pop in anytime because it'll be an interesting conversation. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so remember that next week we'll have our Wonder Woman our review. Wonder Woman review. And the next topic for next week, which will be pay attention to social media. We'll be shouting that out. These and, guys and, are such geeks. <laughs> <laughs> and dude, yo, not for nothing. And, and Joaquin will tell you, like, yo, Wonder Woman preaches. It could preach, yo. 
Like seriously. Well, I mean, we're, she we're, doesn't preach, but you can pull. No, but the movie, you can pull some messages in the, from the movie. Yeah. I, I I pulled I, I pulled out at least six sermons from the movie. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll run that. Th- okay. I'll, I'll run the TV. So this you is leave. no 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 no. This is what I challenge you to do next week, though. As you go through your geek review, because these guys, gonna, <laughs> these are my brothers, right? They're gonna geek out. But I challenge you. To pull out, you said at least six points. Yeah. I want to hear those six points. But I can't do that without spoiling the movie. So there might be a couple we could probably do without spoiling the movie. There might or maybe be, there like might be a, a month, or maybe yeah, like a month later. Or so no, no, the, week, like, the week I, later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I need, I yeah. need to hear where those, where you I saw, saw those, so, uh, where right. you saw those so, preaching so moments. So what I'm hearing at. is a. A two-part Wonder is, Woman is, sermon. Is that a is that a is that a challenge? I think that's yeah. challenge, challenge accepted. accepted. Yeah, yeah. I will be going to watch Wonder Woman again next Friday. <laughs> this time I'll be taking notes with a notebook, right? Like, yeah, okay, that was Philippians. <laughs> no, but they will, they will, they'll be like, wait a minute, this, <laughs> that was Ephesians. This guy doesn't have a camera. He's not trying to record no, but the movie. Yo, like, yo, the no lie. I was, Hawkeye, to tell you, I was, I was going to him. I was like leaning back in my chair. I was like. Yo, that preaches. Yeah, about every 30 minutes. Yo, about every preaches. 30 minutes. Yo, that preaches. Yo, that preaches. Blah, 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 blah. Yo, that preaches. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I'm like, leave me alone. I'm trying to I watch, the, watch movie. the movie. And then, and then he comes back. And then I'm like, yo, but that preaches. Yeah, you right. Like, yeah. <laughs> so that's so that's where so we're that's, at. So that's going to be series two of that's Wonder Woman. Be, yeah, Wonder yeah. Woman for June. Wonder Woman. <laughs> The exegesis of Wonder Woman. Exegesis of Wonder Woman. Oh, that's awesome. Yo, I'm going to do the honors before they start geeking out too early. Yo, this is the Overflow podcast, (laughs) and these guys are out of here. Signing off for them dudes. So this is Joaquin. (laughs) And I'm still Jay. Thanks again, I'm Humble Juice. And I'm Humble Humble Juice. juice. And listen, we thank you for joining us. Humble Tips. And uh, hey, see you next week. Thanks for listening. Remember to head on over to thisisoutcry.com for more content. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or Stitcher.